Welcome to another episode of Ponderland. I'm going to start today with sport, local sport, which is also national sport. It's an Irish sport, Gaelic football. So the pinnacle of the Gaelic football calendar is the All-Ireland Championship, which is currently ongoing. It's an honour for a county team to be involved, especially at this stage of the competition. My county team is Armagh. I live in County Down. I lived for quite a while in County Antrim. But my home county is Armagh. Armagh won their one and only All-Ireland Championship in 2002. And my goodness, what an occasion that was. It was amazing. Especially going out that evening in Lurgan. I wasn't one of the fortunate souls who was able to get a ticket to go and actually watch the match at the hallowed croke park stadium in dublin but i did watch it in the goodyear bar and social club with some very dear friends and that night out was one that i'll forever remember the celebrations the cars the flags the cars were all just beeping their horns the town was thronged in orange and white Those are the colours of my county. 2002, that is 21 years ago. And they arguably should have won it again in 2003. The less said about that, the better. I still have very strong views on that final and how it was taken away from Armagh. Anyhow, 2003 is not what I'm talking about. We're in 2023, 2023. So Armagh have been playing well again and they've reached this year's quarterfinals. There's been a new format this year as well, which means there's more games. And it's been, it's fair to say it's been controversial enough, but I think most people now have actually quite taken to the new format. Armagh, quarterfinal drawn against Ulster neighbours Monaghan. And honest to goodness, The football they played at the weekend was nothing short of turgid. And they had plenty of opportunities to win the game and failed to grasp any of those opportunities. And they're now out. Monaghan won on a penalty shootout. There's a lot of talk as to whether a penalty shootout has any place in a game of Gaelic football. I personally don't think it does. But look, the rules are the rules. The format is the format. As things stand, that's the way it goes. That's the way the cookie crumbles. So next week, not next week, the week after, the semi-finals begin. And the four teams remaining, the four counties remaining are Kerry, who play Derry. Kerry and Derry. And Dublin and Monaghan. Of course, Monaghan. So that's sport for any of you who are interested in Irish Gaelic games. The Ulster Football Championship. Not the Ulster Football Championship. The All-Ireland Football Championship. Sorry. Hurling is an amazing game. I thoroughly recommend anyone who's listening to this to check out hurling. I actually went to watch my local team play a hurling match yesterday in West Belfast. And my goodness, that is a, a game played by superhumans who walk among us. 
that game is just unreal. I wish I'd actually been exposed to hurling when I was younger. I probably wouldn't have been any good at it. Well, you say that, you never know. Never got the chance, never know, right? Social hurling is a thing at our club every Sunday evening. I keep saying I'll go, but I haven't gone yet. I think I will. I was listening to a podcast this morning called the GAA Social, and there's actually a farmer, former, a farmer? There's no farmers on it. Well, there could be farmers on it, but mostly it's Gaelic footballers or ex-Gaelic footballers. And one such ex-Gaelic footballer is one of the guys who won the All-Ireland in 2002 with Arma Oshin McConville. And Oshin today was talking on the podcast about how someone had once suggested to him that he put on a Walkman and have a tape with the sounds of Croke Park at full voice, so like a full stadium, so that he could practice taking his free kicks with that kind of sound in his ears so that he would be acclimatised should he ever be taking a free at Croke Park, which made the podcast quite lighthearted in a sense because Thomas Niblock, the host of the podcast, said, what's a Walkman, Oshin? He knew what a Walkman was, but it's taken into account the listeners today, especially younger listeners, are probably thinking, what's a Walkman? What's a tape, Oshin? Which got him, and he did tie himself up in knots trying to explain what a Walkman was. He says it's not even the one that had the CDs. What's a CD, Oshin? So he was trying to then explain, number one, what a Walkman was, number two, what a tape was, and number three, what a CD was. There are kids out there today listening to podcasts who would never have come across either of the three. Either? Is that fair to say? Either? Can you say either when you're talking about three things? don't think you can, actually. Either this, either that, either. Either or, isn't it? Anyhow, so that's sport. Apologies for the infrequency of the podcast. It really is just something I'm doing as a hobby, so I will do it as and when I feel I have something to say or when I want to say something. The last episode mentioned the, the sub, the Titan, the sub that had went to explore the Titanic. Unfortunately, when I recorded the last episode of the podcast, we didn't really know what had happened, and I, I think like me, you might have had some hope that the five individuals on board the Titan might be rescued. We've learned that that was never on the cards. Thankfully, they didn't suffer. By all accounts, all evidence available seems to indicate that there would have been a massive implosion that would have occurred instantaneously. So they wouldn't even have had time to react to it. So therefore, they wouldn't even have known anything. And that's that's quite a thought to think that your life can be extinguished so quickly without you even knowing there's a threat. And that actually got me thinking, because that's what this podcast is about, right? That got me thinking. People who choose to end their own lives who are ill, you know, the euthanasia. And it is a big topic of discussion every once in a while and I know there are moral and religious arguments against euthanasia but the interest in religious argument especially from a Christian point of view because I'm not really aware of not a, not aware enough of other religions in terms of how they view 
the subject of euthanasia. But on the Christian side, it's very much, a, or at least the way I, I was brought up to believe it, it was you can't take your own life because this is part of the plan. This is part of God's plan. God, you know, needs you to suffer so much uh, or he has planned for you or this person to suffer and that's why you have to let that take place naturally all part of the plan but then you know you've got to say well is it fair that someone maybe has to go through agonizing suffering while others get to be extinguished without even realizing that anything was even threatening their existence at that point you know why do some people get to not suffer why, why, is it, why is it part of the plan? And surely it can't be weighted against people in that way. I don't know. It's just it's just strange, you know. You go up to the, the old gates and St. Peter there. This is, again, a, a Christian thing, maybe even a Catholic thing. And St. Peter says, sorry, you can't come in. You can't come in. You didn't do your suffering. You went to Switzerland. You ended your life voluntarily sorry you didn't suffer enough and five billionaires walking beside you who had no idea they were even heading that way anyway and it's like hi guys come on in so yeah just it's interesting something to think about when you hear these religious arguments and whatnot so what else is going on what else have i been thinking about there was something what was it and it wasn't anything to do with a walkman what was i thinking about Maybe now that I'm not thinking about anything, I should just press stop. This is a this is an interesting point. This is again. Why is it sometimes when you're looking for a thought or you're searching for a thought and your mind goes blank? However, when you're just going about your daily business, just at work, at home, in family life, walking through the park, out cycling on your bike, driving to the shops, all of a sudden all these thoughts are bombarding you coming at you from all different directions. Where do thoughts actually come from? Are they something that we generate or are we picking them up? When I say picking them up, I don't know what I mean when I say picking them up. Are we like wireless receivers and there's information, thoughts? Could somebody be sending us thoughts? Somebody who? A higher power sending thoughts that we're then tuned into it's strange because i remember years and years ago having this thought about a book and i have loads of thoughts about books and i've never written a book and that is one thing i am going to be deeply ashamed of myself if i never write a book because i've intended to write one since i was a teenager and i haven't been a teenager for a very very long time and it's never too late until it is too late but I do intend to write a book and I want to write a book. But I had this idea for a book, right? Where the protagonist began to lucid dream and then realized when he was in a lucid dream that there was a girl who kept appearing and she was aware of him and he was aware of her. And they realized that they had certain abilities within the dream in order to architect the dream. And in order to change things, to change their surroundings and will them into different configurations. And I never did anything with that idea. And then Christopher Nolan, Inception. Now, his was a complete, his was a different premise. And arguably he, his 
story was better than the one I was thinking of, but it was based around the same ideas. So, you, you know, I often wonder, is somebody maybe feeding these thoughts or ideas and we're, like, able to pick them up and it's up to us whether or not we act on them or not? Or is it just the case that Christopher Nolan, his imagination and mine maybe aren't overly dissimilar? So what's the book I'm thinking about writing at the minute? Well, that would be telling. But if I do write it, I'll be certainly plugging it on this podcast. I will write it, but I need to start today, tomorrow, sometime, soon. It's summertime. Just realised I haven't said the date yet. It is the 3rd of July. It is a Monday. The weather in Northern Ireland is typically that of Northern Ireland, as in it's sunny then raining, then cloudy, then bright. Kind of just a mixture of miserable and good. We did have a couple of good weeks there, a couple of really, really good weeks. Scorchers, as my mum would say. I think, though, the worry is that if the climate emergency continues to worsen, that we actually will begin to have scorchers where the scorching won't be too pleasant. I don't want to be scorched. I don't want to live on a scorched earth. I do wish there would be a green industrial revolution. It would be amazing to see. I think we will see, and hopefully we're not too late, but I think we will see a green industrial revolution. I don't know what it will look like. I don't think it'll be just solar panels and wind farms. I think we're at the very infancy in terms of our knowledge around how to greenify the planet although i saw something really really interesting yesterday and it's based around pooling energy electricity from humidity and some scientists have actually achieved that so if you google electricity from humidity you should get a link to that article where this group of scientists now it's on a very 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 small scale so it's not going to solve all our problems just yet but if we are indeed able to just extract electricity from the air around us, well, number one, it vindicates Nikola Tesla, who always postulated that that was possible. And number two, it's it's going to be freaking brilliant, right? Charge my phone. My phone just won't need charged. It just charges itself from the air. How do you harness the air? I don't know. But that's one of the things we should be looking forward to limitless limitless energy limitless energy i can't think of anything else to say right now so therefore i'm going off to have a little think and see what thoughts come my way and hopefully i get some really good thoughts that i can then share with you later see ya thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode of ponderland i sincerely hope you enjoyed it To contact the show, you can send us an email, hello at ponderland.life. You can also follow us on Twitter at ponderlandlife. The podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, and most other places where you consume your podcasts. Thank you.